This is the Thursday, September 30th edition of the Daily Wager Podcast. We've got Thursday night football kicking off week four and everything else you need to know in 10 minutes or less setting you up for the betting day. Welcome to the Daily Wager Podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. Tyler Fulgerman and Anita Marks with you on this Thursday morning. Thanks for joining us. I'm sure most everyone here to get a little action on Thursday night football. Bengals Jags may not excite you if you're just a casual fan, but if you like to bet, there's always ways to tackle this game. So let's start with side and total. Anita, a big number here for the Bengals laying a touchdown, a touchdown and a half, a total hovering right around 46. Any way you want to play the side or the total? Yeah. So, you know, as we know, Caesars, it's seven and a half. Um, you know, if you can find it at seven, great. You want to buy the hook. I ain't going to be mad at you. Okay. We know how that works. Um, I also like the Bengals in a two team, six point teaser. Tyler, we've been doing these podcasts for three weeks now. I haven't lost a two team, six point teaser yet this year. So I'm on it again. Bengals minus one. And I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to team that bad boy up with the Saints minus two because the Giants are just god-awful. But we're talking about this game on Thursday night. Bengals defense, fifth best in pressure rate. They get Trey Waynes back tonight in their secondary. They're only allowing four yards on first down to their opponents, which means Trey uh, uh, Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence is going to be in third and long quite often, which, as we know, with rookie quarterbacks, equals interceptions. Bengals offense, perfect balance, run pass. Burrow averaging 11 yards per play. Mixon, he's already carried the rock 67 times this season. And the Jaguars defense is allowing over 120 rushing yards a game to opposing backfield. So I love Bengals in this spot. I'm going to get into the revenge game for Joe Burrow in just a second, but that's how I'm playing the game. As far as the side and total, uh, I'm the exact same way as you. I don't want to lay the seven and a hook, so I'll tease that bad boy down six points. And uh, I like the games that you mentioned pairing with it. My favorite is the Packers, teasing them down to a half point mm-hmm. favorite at home against the Steelers and Ben Roethlisberger. Um, the, the total I've been oscillating back and forth all week. Uh, at first, I thought it was an over. Then I thought it was an under. Now I might be back on the over. Reason being, one, for overs, these are not very good defenses. Um, the Bengals specifically have lost uh, two of their key members of the secondary, Jesse Bates, uh, all-pro caliber safety, and their top corner, Awuzie, is also out. So that makes the um, path to passing easier for Trevor Lawrence and his weapons. Uh, however, the Bengals have been a surprisingly methodical, slow-paced, low-volume offense so far this season. Uh, Burrow has yet to attempt more than like 30, 32 passes in a game, and last year he was averaging 40 per game. Uh, They're not running into a huddle as much. The Jags started with a fast pace, um, but have since slowed it down significantly, and their games have been much closer than they were in week one when they were playing playing at the fast pace. So I wonder if Urban Meyer has recognized that and wants to try and uh, keep keep that trend going. So I'm kind of passing – on the total um, at 46, I just there, there's good reasons and bad reasons each way. So I'll pass there for me. Now let's get into the meat and taters of a, a Thursday football podcast with Anita and Tyler. The cheesecake menu of props laid on me, Anita. All right. Well, first and foremost, what I find fascinating and probably one of the best storylines is the revenge game for Burrow. Folks might not be aware of this, but Burrow was recruited by Urban Meyer. He grew up in Ohio. As a young child, all he wanted to do was play quarterback and win Ohio State a championship. 
but Urban sat him behind JT Barrett and Dwayne Haskins. What are they doing right now? Not starting for any NFL teams. <laughs> I spoke to a number of scouts who were there at the Ohio State practices who said that Burrow would carve up the Ohio State number one defensive players like a surgeon. And Urban Meyer continued to bench him and sit him and not start him. That's why he was like, I'm getting the heck out of Dodge. And he went to LSU. This is a revenge game for Joe Burrow, and I love it. Again, Jags defense allowing 75% completion percentage to opposing quarterbacks. And I love the, the, the rekindled connection, right, between Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow. So I like over 30 and a half passing attempts. I like over 21 and a half completions. And I like over 248 and a half passing yards for Joe Burrow. I think he puts on a clinic yet again to, to, to remind Urban Meyer, dude, big mistake. Like uh, Julia Roberts, right? In that movie when she, uh, when, when the, the pretty shop, woman, right, right. The shops on Rodeo drive wouldn't let her come in and shop. And then, so, so she came back and she's, she came in with all her bags, big mistake, huge mistake. That's, <laughs> she that's, got that rich money. There you go. The scene out of pretty woman <laughs> is what I envisioned for Joe Burrow. And Urban Meyer tonight. Yeah, on the Bengals side, I do like the the path to victory for the passing game. Again, I'm a little hesitant uh, to go over for some of those props, even though they're low, just because the Bengals have not been a high-volume, fast-paced team when it comes to um, passing the football. But this is an easy matchup, and if you're encouraged or enticed to go up-tempo and throw the ball more, uh, this would be a matchup to do that. Uh, so instead of attacking Burrow, I'll attack those two wide receivers since we know T. Higgins is out. I'll go over 60 and a half passing or receiving yards, pardon me, for Tyler Boyd, who has seen more targets than any other wide receiver in Cincinnati's uh, core from Joe Burrow. And then Jamar Chase, I think you can do the same there with um, his yardage total, which is a little higher at 68 and a half. Um, but Jamar Chase is uh, I just missed the end zone. So if you want an anytime touchdown, uh, I think, again, even though he's had four and three games and regression is coming, I'm not sure this is the spot where he's going to regress. Uh, so Jamar Chase getting in the paint. You want to do that anytime. You want to do first TD. Um, maybe if you want to do two TDs, because we've seen he can do that already. Jamar Chase is a certified baller and touchdown scorer. So instead of tacking uh, Burrow, um, I like tacking, attacking those pass catchers. But I do think Joe Mixon is in line for a big workload as well. His uh, carry total was 20 and a half. He's uh, had you know, 29 totes, 33 touches in week one. He had like 21 touches in week two, and I think 22 touches last week. So he's been a guy who's been on the field touching the rock. Uh, if you like that, I think it's even money at over 20 and a half. But again, the concern there would be pace and play volume may not be as high as we want for those numbers to get over despite the matchup on the Cincinnati side. On the Bengals, or on the Jaguars side, pardon me, it's not just a revenge narrative for Joe Burrow. Marvin Jones started his career with the Cincinnati Bengals, and it's a revenge game for Marv Garden. Uh, so the number one receiver for the Jaguars has been, uh, you know, a guy who's we're seeing seven, eight, nine targets each and every game. I'll go over his reception prop, which I believe is five and a half, his yardage prop. Um, he could be a touchdown scorer as well. Again, that passing matchup was made easier for Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars for the fact that Jesse Bates and Shadobia Wuzie are both going to be out. So again, Meyer, Urban Meyer, if he's smart, which again, I'm not so sure he is, but if he is, uh, probably the best way to attack Cincinnati is through the air because their run defense has been surprisingly spry for the first three weeks of the season. Um, I think Trevor Lawrence is due for a turnover. I don't like laying the juice for an interview. 
interception, but my word, he's got, what, nine turnovers or something like that already through three games this season. Uh, so that's why I like looking at the offense on the Jaguar side. What do you got? Yeah, so just to piggyback on your Jamar Chase, my favorite prop bet for him is over 24 and a half yards for his longest reception. Oh, yeah, um, I like that. His longest all season is no less than 34 yards. So he stretches the field. And as you said, no T. Higgins tonight. He's going to get a lot of targets. So that's my favorite Jamar Chase. I'm with you on Mixon. I like over 85 and a half rushing yards. Again, he's carried the rock 67 times in three weeks. Um, I like um, over 19 and a half carries and I like under two and a half receptions. He is not being utilized in the passing game. Only seven targets in three games and only one target last week against the Steelers. So I'm going under. Can you believe it? I know. Um, I know. Tell Mike Clay under Mike Clay makes fun of me because I, I rarely play hunters, which I should. They win more frequently, but nonetheless, under two and a half receptions for Joe Mixon for the Jaguars. James Robinson over 22 and a half receiving yards. He's running routes on 70 percent of the dropbacks. He's finally out of Urban Meyer's doghouse and the Bengals quite soft against pass catching running backs out of the backfield. And I do believe that the Jags are going to be playing from behind. And last but not least, Trevor Lawrence over one and a half touchdown, uh, one and a half interceptions. Sorry. And you can get that at plus 120. Trevor Lawrence is first in turnover worthy plays on PFF. First on turnover worthy, worthy plays. And he has multiple interceptions in all three games. And I do believe it continues tonight. So over one and a half interceptions at plus 120. Those are my two Jaguar prop bets. All right. Uh, nothing really interests me much in uh, WNBA or Major League Baseball as the season's winding down and we're getting ready for the postseason. So we'll just leave it at Thursday Night Football. Hopefully that satisfies your betting appetite for the day. That's it for Thursday edition of the Daily Wager podcast. Ten minutes, slightly more of the bets you need, as promised. Please do Anita and I and our crew a favor. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe if you're enjoying the show. It helps us out tremendously. And we'll see you back here Friday morning on the Daily Wager podcast. We'll